the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. For the third time in two years, parts of the federal government are shut down. Budget Chief Mick Mulvaney ordering the heads of 15 cabinet-level departments and dozens of agencies to shut down at midnight after congressional leaders failed to strike a deal that includes funding for the border wall. While talks are expected to continue, no votes are scheduled. The full effect of the shutdown won't be felt until next Wednesday because of the weekend and the extended Christmas break. That is Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg continues to rest up in a New York hospital following surgery yesterday to remove two malignant growths in her left lung. The third time the Supreme Court's oldest justice has been treated for cancer and her second stay at a hospital in two months. Worries over Ginsburg's health have been a constant of sorts for nearly 10 years and for liberals, especially in the last two years. This is SRN News. You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses. And you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA. Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Or price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves. 
to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome and good morning, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Fair to call this Christmas weekend? I think so. So let me hopefully not be the first to say to you, Merry Christmas. And um, glad you would make your Saturday with us. Perhaps you're rushing around to uh, buy a few last-minute gifts for the family or for your friends. Um, I did my... I. I had to get a lesson this week. This was pretty, this was pretty funny. I've been I've been making fun of this. My I have a four year old grandson, and I have to admit, when it comes to buying gifts for the grandchildren, I need a lot of help. My son, I don't understand this. I'm not comp- I'm not complaining. I, I I don't know if if this is true for all children, but for many of my friends who are my age and have children in their late 20s and 30s, the way you communicate with your children is through text messaging. My mother, God bless her, um, refuses to get a phone that texts so that her grandchildren actually have to call her. And I said, but mom, that means they'll be in less contact with you. And she said, she said, yes, but they'll feel guilty about it. It's marvelous. Uh, my mother is good at, at, at laying guilt on both children and grandchildren. But uh, anyway, so my son texted me my grandson's uh, uh, Christmas wish list, which I found humorous because it's like, well, whatever happened to writing notes to Santa at the North Pole? Apparently that's not a thing happening in that house right now. Um, so... Uh, Maybe maybe next year. So anyway, I get the text. I'm, I get the texted list, and there are all these kinds of things that I that are apparently TV shows on streaming services that they watch. My my, my both my children do not have uh, cable TV. They both rely on streaming services for their for their uh, entertainment, and so. I'm walking around my office with these text messages from my son, and I have I have two coworkers who still have uh, small children at home. Uh, in in the among the staff, I've got several among the faculty, but I wasn't about to confess my ignorance to them. Good goodness gracious! Uh, so walk around like so. What's this? You know? Oh, you don't know what PJ masks are? No. Why would I? what's that about so anyway once what's armed with those with with identifying what those were i then went i i then went to um the went to the big a the 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 behemoth that dominates uh retail and looked around and made my purchases my wife this morning says to me so we're gonna go we're gonna go shop for for your grandson's gifts and i said already done She's, what yeah i'm having him sent by amazon great will they be when will they be here they say they're arriving on sunday great i'll wrap them i already had them wrapped well i like wrapping things i said yeah but i don't i said in the at the end because you're wrapping so many things at the very end you are gonna you're gonna do it instead i have to tell you it's an academic's life because 
because fall semester at many universities ends at the very last weekend before Christmas holiday. Many of the faculty, this building that I'm in right now on the St. Cloud State campus is normally empty. It won't be today because there will be a lot of faculty back in here grading, posting grades to the to our, our uh, learning management system that also distributes grades to the students and to the registrar's office. That all will happen with probably today and tomorrow in here in the office. We'll see. I'm pretty sure it will go well. There will be a... There'll be a pause to make sure the Vikings win in Detroit tomorrow, but by and large, that that will happen. So we always are last-minute. Academics are almost always last-minute gift shoppers. Um, and normally we rush the stores. Uh, but um, but uh, so for me, thank, good, you know, thank goodness for the Internet. Thank goodness for Amazon because that's how I solve the problem of, of getting folks their gifts at, at Christmas time. So anyway... Hope you're well. King Banyan Show here in Business 1440, 651-289-4477. Number to call with questions, comments, concerns. Um, I was happy to do a presentation on Wednesday to a group of business leaders in in uh, in the Twin Cities. A couple of my, our listeners, including Ron, um, you know, special uh, name check to Ron, uh, who was there. Uh, who has emailed me in the past and thinks about thinks uh, is thinking a fair amount about demographics lately and and immigration and 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 the importance of those items. Uh, we'll be talking more about immigration in the upcoming uh, month because uh, it's the topic of our Winter Institute here at Saint Cloud State uh, in uh, February seventh and eighth. Um, we finally, I think, have the full list of get of speakers coming in uh, the. T- Two of them that you'll be strongly interested in are uh, George Borjas and Brian Kaplan, who take differing views on immigration, and they'll be speaking on they'll be speaking here on Friday, February eighth, on campus. Uh, we also just announced that uh, Jim Bullard, president of the St. Louis Federal Reserve, is our key is our first keynote speaker on Thursday night. Uh, the outlook, which is normally what I do on on the Thursday night program. We, I, we are outsourcing it to somebody who probably has more impact on the market than I do, and that would be Jim Bullard. He'll be here Thursday night. Uh, I'll tweet to you the link to it. Uh, registrations are now being taken. I hope you'll join us for that. But immigrants, But anyway, Ron gives us that information, and I was talking. It was Wednesday morning, and I knew that the FOMC statement would come out on Wednesday afternoon, so I had to talk about something that was going to happen six hours into the future. And I planned, and I planned to do that. I planned to write some things about it. Then Wednesday afternoon, as I'm trying to get out of a parking ramp, I I mis I misjudged a turn and ended up uh, ended up damaging my car in such a way that I wasn't able to drive it out of a parking ramp. Um, AAA, if you're listening, it should never take six hours to get a car out of a parking ramp. It should never, ever, ever take six hours to get a car out of a parking ramp okay i've been a 22 year member of AAA. i've loved it i've been been a fan of it but guys you let me down all right if there's anybody listening to me who is who is who works for AAA, i'm telling you you may have cost yourself somebody that that doesn't just buy his uh 
buy his towing service from you, but buys several of your products. We're probably looking for someone else here in the next in the next few uh, weeks and months. I'm done, done, done with you folks. Uh, never should take six hours. Okay, this is this, this is going to end a relationship. Um, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. If you have tales of woe involving towing, I'd be interested in those as well. Anyway, what it meant was on Wednesday afternoon, of course, Jay Powell comes out. And tell, uh, after the FOMC announces that they're going to raise rates, as we told you last week, go go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, find last week's podcast. What did I tell you? There were people seriously thinking that they weren't going to raise rates on last Wednesday. If you looked at the FOMC's, if you looked, excuse me, at the Fed Fund's futures market on Tuesday night, the price of the future on the Fed funds rate implied that there was only a 71% chance that they were going to raise rates. I do not buy futures. If I did, I would have pushed pretty much every chip I had on the stack into the middle of the table to say they're going to raise rates today. All right. There was no way that they couldn't raise rates. Why not? Because the economy was doing reasonably well, quite well. And they were still below the, this new neutral rate, which we thought a decade ago, we thought that neutral decade, heck, even four years ago, we thought the neutral rate was in the high threes. It's now moved down to about 3.0. And the current rate was at two to two and a quarter. On two, on Wednesday morning, as I gave my as I gave my presentation, and thirty percent, little under thirty percent of the market, as represented by the prices on the Fed Funds futures contract on Wednesday morning, said that they weren't going to raise rates. That I said no. That's 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 not true. They're going to raise rates today. The question was what they would do after that. And so Jay Powell comes to the microphone to give a talk, to give an explanation after the FOMC statement. Okay? And in the and so the first part of that's always prepared statement and he gives he says this. Let's play cut number 1, please. As the economy struggled to recover from the financial crisis and the subsequent recession, the committee held our policy rate near zero for seven years to give the economy the best chance to recover. And the economy did recover steadily, if slowly at times. Three years ago, the committee came to the view that the best way to achieve our mandate was to gradually move interest rates back to levels that are more normal in a healthy economy. Today, we raised our target range for the short-term interest rates by another quarter of a percentage point. As I've mentioned, most of my colleagues expect the economy to continue to perform well in the coming year. Stop. Many FOMC... That was the, the first trigger. Many of my colleagues expect the economy to continue to perform well. I'll, let, let me reflect back on that. We, we'll, we'll actually going to play that clip a second time uh, in a moment, but let's, let's reflect on what he said so far. All right. He says we are going to we're 
he says, first of all, he disappoints the 30% of the market that doesn't think rates are going up to, on Wednesday by saying they are. Of course, they already knew that because the statements released an hour before the press conference. So they already know that. He points out, hey, we kept them at seven. We kept them at near zero for seven years in a range of zero to one quarter percent. Three years ago, we started to move rates up. We're still moving rates up. He he says to move it mo- toward a more normal. That's the that's a key word, or two words. More normal. Two percent is not normal. Two percent is appropriate for an economy that is struggling. Yet what I showed in my and I will I will retweet this because I put this I put this panel from my presentation up on uh, on Twitter yesterday using the hashtag pound KBRS. But I'll retweet it in just a moment so you can see that. Um, what you see is rates for this you know GDP growth for this year is expected to be between uh, right around 3%, maybe 2.9 or 2.8, maybe 3.1 or 3.2. Third quarter GDP was revised this week, so we got the final number, and that's at 3.4%. That's the second quarter above 3. It looks like the fourth quarter will come in in the mid to high twos. I'm actually kind of optimistic that we might get a 3.0 on on fourth quarter i'll tell you why toward the end of this hour but i'm I'm, I'm actually i'm actually seeing some signs that look look reasonably good uh in in a very near-term way but regardless of that in a world where gdp is growing at three percent why on earth would you think that two percent was the appropriate fed funds rate i don't understand it i simply don't understand it Andrew, rewind that to the beginning. We'll play it again, and we'll we'll continue talking about Jay Powell's not not fun day, being right, being right, but not getting the applause. That's what he had on Wednesday. We'll be back after this King Banyan Show Business fourteen forty. go-to club in your golf bag that you know will always deliver for you. Just like diamond stud earrings from Wicks and Jewelers. They're an absolute essential for her, and they're always a sure thing for Christmas. In one easy stop at Wicks and Jewelers, you'll find all the diamond stud earrings you need, plus Wixen's incredible staff to help. No mall crowds, and you'll park right at their front door. This year, put the romance and excitement back in your Christmas with diamond stud earrings from Wicks and Jewelers. Open every day till Christmas. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. 
Egan.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need more Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need Hi, this is Tom Barrett, president of Lean Partners. We are celebrating 15 years of helping Minnesota companies dramatically improve their margins, delivery, quality, and generate capacity. We'd like to recognize a few of our clients by having them share their story. I'm Mike Kennison, Vice President of Manufacturing at Protolabs. Our core values of achievement, trust, and teamwork are centered around our key stakeholder, our employees. We realize that in order to create the most value for our customers and shareholders, we need to first and foremost invest in our employees. In three years, Lean Partners has helped us create and implement a leadership training program that is relevant and scalable across a broad set of our employees. The Lean Partners Leadership Training Program has made a significant impact on Protolab's continuous improvement efforts for both processes and systems, as well as talent development. Thanks, Mike. Are you interested in a customized plan to improve your business performance? Visit MyLeanPartners.com. That's MyLeanPartners.com. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Good to be with you this morning. 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. So we're hoping to, we'll probably have a couple guests for you next week, but this week you get just me here on the King Banyan Show. So if you want to join in and break up my voice and actually have some... uh, have some uh, uh, some feedback about uh, what what Jay Powell's been doing. Do you like what the Fed did this week? Do you think the Fed's on the right track, on the wrong track? Yeah, I think today's the day where we're going to take a little time to talk about that. Um, I'm more positive about what happened than not. Um, I think I, I think there's a place where where we needed uh, some better information. Uh, from the Fed, and that regards quantitative tightening, um, where we got some statements that suggested quantitative tightening was on a was on a glide path, on a on a path to that that was set on an automatic pilot schedule. Um, that probably was the one piece he, that Powell said in the press conference that that I, you know, I didn't cringe at, but I'm like, ooh, you're gonna. You're, you're not going to like the result of that. That's not what the market wants to hear. But I think the market has, in fact, overreacted. Okay, as I as I tweeted at at, at people before uh, the show started, the, at pound KBRS. That's how you find the Twitter feed for this show. Uh, pound KBRS. Um, what I said was, this is a neutral tantrum. The Federal Reserve. By announcing this week that they're going to move to two rate to two to signal that they're looking at two rate increases now, 
rather than three or four. I thought more likely three, but but I was probably more inclined to go between three and four than I was two to three. I actually believe the Fed now is pretty well committed. It probably can't go back to saying three, even though it wants to say how much is depending on the data. So let's talk about some of the signaling that happened here between between the press conference and during the press conference, during the prepared statement, and during the during uh, uh, just give you a couple examples of a couple questions that have come from that. Um, let me let's replay uh, uh, Jay Powell's pr- uh, press conference uh, comments. This is like the key the key one minute of that of that piece. Let's replay uh, cut number one, please. As the economy struggled to recover from the financial crisis and the subsequent recession, the committee held our policy rate near zero for seven years to give the economy the best chance to recover. And the economy did recover steadily, if slowly at times. Three years ago, the committee came to the view that the best way to achieve our mandate was to gradually move interest rates back to levels that are more normal in a healthy economy. Today, we raised our target range for the short-term interest rates by another quarter of a percentage point. As I've mentioned, most of my colleagues expect the economy to continue to perform well in the coming year. Many FOMC participants had expected that economic conditions would likely call for about three more rate increases in 2019. We have brought that down a bit and now think it is more likely that the economy will grow in a way that will call for two interest rate increases over the course of next year. We always emphasize that our policy decisions are not on a preset course and will change if incoming data materially change the outlook. And given recent developments, the statement notes that we will continue to monitor global economic and financial developments and assess their implications for the economic outlook. So that that was Jay Powell on Wednesday in his prepared statement. And the key part that we hadn't played before played before we noticed he said steady and slow um progress on the economy and move to a more normal uh policy rate for a healthy economy um i'll repeat for you this and i'll I'll retweet this uh after i talk about it the if you look at the forecast that came from various private forecasters so i'm looking at the blue chip consensus um, IHS economics baseline, which is the forecast that is used by the state of Minnesota to develop its forecast for where it thinks its fiscal policy is going to go. Moody Analytics, S- uh, Standards and Poor Global, Wells Fargo. You look at all of them. They all show GDP growth in the high twos to about 3%. The Fed says now 305 is the median uh, forecast in the dot plot of where it thinks where it thinks uh, GDP is where GDP is going to be at the end of this year when we finally get numbers in March of the next year. Then, if you look at where they are, the Fed's expectation is for a rate uh, for GDP growth next year between two point three and two point six percent. So call that two point four five. Wells Fargo is at 2.7. S&P Global's at 2.3. Moody's Analytics is is the one that's kind of off the mark at 0.7% for 2019. 
but IHS is at 2.7. Uh, blue chip, the blue chip consensus average is at 2.6. All of those numbers, all those private house numbers, are numbers in a November dated forecast. So it doesn't have the last, I would probably say, 45 days worth of information. So the argument is really, did something happen to, to me? As I look at this, I say to myself, the Fed has already made some adjustment. It's down below 2.5, whereas three of the five private houses in November had a 2019 GDP forecast above 2.5. But they're all in a range that I would consider within a standard deviation. I would all I would consider all of those to be approximately the same. The only one that is forecasting a much lower number that I saw out there was Moody's. Look at the now casts for from the Atlanta and New York Feds, and you get mid you get mid to high twos for Q4. In the first look, uh, New York Fed can give you a Q1 number before the Atlanta Fed does. The now cast currently for Q1 from the New York Fed is at is at a rate of 2.1 percent, as as of uh, as of Thursday. Uh, excuse me, as of yesterday, Friday. Um, so, I am unclear. In fact, I am unclear why everyone is reacting so negatively to the idea that they would raise rates two more times in 2019, given that the Fed now believes that the norm, that the neutral Fed funds rate is at 3%. I think there'll be two. If they move their neutral rate estimate down by a quarter percent, then there might, might be only one rate increase in 2019. But there's, they're not going to go to zero, not with numbers that look like that. They're, they're being driven by a model that says the economy is doing reasonably well. Inflation is, in, the unemployment rate is low. People are saying, well, they, they must be assuming something about the Phillips curve. I don't think they're assuming anything about the Phillips curve. Because I don't think, I think about more than a third, but maybe less than a half of the, of the, Governors and presidents don't believe in Phillips curve style analysis. And for the remainder, they, they don't think that relationship's very strong right now. They think it's there, but they think it's been weakened and, and that there might be a flattening of the, of the Phillips curve. I'm not going to even, uh, it, it, those who are arguing for a flattened Phillips curve um, are probably arguing as well that the Fed doesn't need to raise rates further. But the balance of these folks, I think, still believe that their number one job is to keep inflation at 2%, and I don't think they're inclined to an overshoot of the 2% target. And what the market did in this past week, I think, is a tantrum in response to the fact that, that they didn't raise rates, they, that they didn't announce a pause after the rate increase, or for the 30% who said, you know, who said, hey, we thought they're going to pause they weren't going to raise rates here that's why the market fell you could have predicted all right when i saw that number on tuesday night wednesday morning i said if they raise rates the market's going to fall because there's about there's about 25 to 30 percent of market participants who are now who are now caught in a world that has higher interest rates than they anticipated and sure enough that's what happened what they should have done is instead listen to people like Doug Holtz-Eakin, who was an economic advisor to president to presidential candidate Mitt Romney, 
uh, sort of a a standard uh, Republican, but but standard standard yet uh, someone who is independent of uh, the current administration. Uh, currently uh, works for the American Action Forum, um, a think tank out in D.C. Douglas Holtz Eakin on Fox Business said this said this yesterday. Please please play cut number four. Uh, I think there's a lot of truth to the fact that trade is crucial to the near-term path of the economy. You know, we've seen the toll that the trade tactics have taken over the past year. We've seen CEO confidence just came out this morning. It's down to levels not seen since before the last presidential election. A big part of that is uh, ratcheting back capital expansion plans. All of that is bad news for the growth rate of the economy. But I don't think of that as recession risk. That's really taking the upside away. Uh, to get a recession, you have to have the household sector go south. And the guest you just had on pointed out the strength in consumer spending. We'd have to actually see household spending drop to something like negative 1% to get a recession. It's been growing at 3%. That's a big swing, and there's nothing out there that's going to drive the sector south that way. And that's, in fact, what happened. Okay, so, so Holtz Eakin is exactly right in saying that what happened in this, in this market was, in fact, Personal spending up four tenths. This so after the, the, he, the what he's talking about is is that personal spending was higher four tenths of a percent month over month, which was more than expected. October was revised up by two tenths. This is why I say the GDP numbers for Q4 are likely to be stronger than we anticipated. Even though I saw them come down in the nowcast from the Atlanta Fed after the personal income report came out. I actually think that may have gone in the wrong direction. I think the right direction would be to say we can end up with PCE growth above 3%, and since that will be 70% of the GDP number, as long as investment holds reasonably solid, I think there's a chance that the GDP that GDP numbers for Q4 could actually be right at 3 and maybe even a titch above 3%. That would be three quarters in a row of that. And I, I go back to my question. What's the right interest rate in a world that's got 3% GDP growth? We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Everybody's doing it. And everybody's making money at it, except you. You're losing holiday business to your online competitors, and you don't know how to get in the game. Talk to us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness, even if you have none, and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales coming out of this season. We can design and implement all of your online marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your online advertising and sales. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now, there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround, increasing sales dramatically. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. That's surroundmsp.com, connecting you with new customers. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. 
Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? Or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. What is truth? That's what Pontius Pilate wanted to know. Well, the truth was standing right in front of him. What would he do with the power and opportunity he'd been given? In this slower and colder season, we tend to have a little more time to reflect. What power and opportunity have we been given? Would the Lord call us a viper or a faithful servant? I pray that we are not distracted from examining ourselves to see where our affections lie and the power and opportunity we've been given through Him. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's Word to examine our hearts and our motives. We try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. I'm really excited to be fielding your calls today and talking to you about the needs you might have on your roof or gutters. Contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, Business 1440. 651-289-4477, the number to call. Questions, comments, concerns, Christmas wishes, all of those taken. On the hotline or tweet at us at PoundKBRS, as as several listeners have done already. Um, Colin says, says, hey... This, are, this is what Powell is my hero. If the economy is really capable of 3% sustained GDP, the neutral rate is something like 4%. And and he, he doesn't care about the stock market. Well, I don't believe that to be true. I believe he does care. Because he, but he also cares about the Fed as an institution. Um, he, so there's been a lot of discussion this morning and, 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 Someone ginned up a story on Bloomberg, and I'm going to say ginned up. I actually, I, here's what I believe actually happened. The president has been quite clear that he doesn't like rate increases. Guess what? No president likes rate increases, particularly as they begin the ramp to a re-election campaign. Rate increases often precede a recession. Why? Because once engaged in that in that process, the Fed often goes too far in raising rates and does something to precipitate a recession. The Fed might precipitate the next recession. I don't think raising the Fed funds rate to 2.5% is the precipitous event. QT might be the precipitous event. I'll give you that. And I will I, I have to find the I have to find the quote um 
and and didn't have enough time during the previous segment to do that because I was answering some people on on Twitter at pound KBRS and I've retweeted the pictures the picture that I used uh, to describe what's happening with with uh, GDP forecasts. But there's a story out this there's a story that was released uh, I think late last night on Bloomberg saying according to four sources familiar with this idea. Okay. There's four sources with familiar with this. Um, the president discussed firing Jay Powell. Okay, here's what I think actually happened. Uh, during the press conference, uh, in, in response to a question, Chairman Powell uh, answered a question about whether political pressure was influencing them, and and. He was quite clear about this. Indeed, indeed, uh, Andrew, uh, our producer, and I were joking before the show that this was probably this answer was probably on an index card somewhere, sitting at the podium. By the way, I noticed Paul stood for this press conference. Bernanke and Yellen like to sit. I've actually been at a Bernanke seminar back when he was a was an economics professor at Princeton, and I've been to a seminar. He's a sitter. I'm not. I'm the kind of professor who has to walk around a room. I do not even like standing at a podium. But sitting down, I you would think I'd be good at it because I do it for radio. But I don't like sitting when I'm lecturing in a classroom. I like to stand, I like to walk. If you'll give me a um, if you'll give me a lapel mic, I'm much happier in a, in a speaking to a group rather than having to stand at a podium. I I'm not I'm not too fond of that. Um, but you know, you, you, you work with what you have. So he's standing at the podium. I noticed that. And he's asked, okay, what is your response to all these political pressures? And this is the answer he gives. Play cut number three, please, Andrew. Political considerations have played no role whatsoever in our discussions or decisions about monetary policy. We're always going to be focused on the mission that Congress has given us, uh, we have the tools to carry it about. We have uh, the independence, which we think is essential to be able to do our jobs in a non-political way. And, uh, you know, we are we at the Fed are absolutely committed to that mission, and nothing will deter us from doing what we think is is the right thing to do. I also want you to know something. I'm gonna, we're going to play one more clip of him answering a different question. That was a very crisp answer. If you ever listen to Powell, Powell has a number of oohs and uhs in, in his answers. You'll hear it in the next clip we're going to play for you. Um, that one had very little of that, which is why I say that one was that one he was ready for almost to the extent that I expect you know uh, a staffer or an intern probably wrote a wrote an index card. You know, here's what you say when they say this, or maybe they rehearsed it and somebody wrote it down for him because that was a very focused answer. So here's what I actually think happened at the Trump White House. Watches that, watches that clip. I'm probably watching, watching Fox, watches that clip and says, says to some staffer, can't we fire that guy? I don't like that guy. He's raising rates. He's telling me I, he's telling me he's not going to respond to politics. Can't we just fire him? No, Mr. President, you can't fire him. Not without cause. And then he says something. I says one of the magic words that I can't say on radio, and says, "Dog on it," uh, or says, 
bleep, bleep, bleep. Okay, and goes on to the next thing. Four people walk out of the room. The president wants to fire Powell. That's that's what I think that was. But but sure enough, sure enough. Where 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 did I see it? Hang on, just a moment. I got I got to find this clip. It was here just a moment ago on Bloomberg ten minutes ago. Fed scholar expects immediate market chaos if Trump offs Powell. Yeah, it'd be chaotic because it's against the law. You can't just throw him out unless the guy, it's cause, right? You have to fire him for cause. That normally means some kind of malfeasance. It's not malfeasance to raise interest rates. You can disagree with it. People are disagreeing with, disagreeing with me here on Twitter that, he's, that Powell's done the right thing. That's fine. There's a, there's a reasonable difference of opinion. 30% of the market did not think he was going to raise rates on Wednesday. That's fine. People lost money. But I do believe people are talking their are basically talking their book. They're talking by talking their book, I mean the thirty percent who thought there'd be no rate increase and, and the many more who were caught flat footed that in fact inter- that rates were not going to go up. Right? And so when you know, and so Narnfan just tweets at me, Trump is more easy is more pro easy money than Yellen. Yeah, I think so. I think that's true. He's a real estate developer. Who likes who likes easy money more than a real estate developer? And yet he yet, yet during the 20 during the 2012 campaign, to the extent Trump had any political opinions, one of them was that the Fed had kept interest rates down too low for too long. But in that in that case, he was talking like a real estate developer, and there were many business people who thought that interest rates had been kept too low for too long. Now they're too high. I'm telling I'm telling you what the, the it feels like the financial market's just full of a bunch of Goldilockses, looking for the just right porridge of of an interest rate that is just just right. But they're looking for even more than that. They're actually looking for they're looking for certainty, and I actually want to explain this. Here's the here's what I think is going to happen. We're going to play a clip after this break to tell you what happened. In some sense, what happened yes, what happened on Wednesday, and what the Fed is reiterating, is a divorce from the Bernanke Yellen policy communica- policy of communications. They did not divorce the path of monetary policy. They did not divorce the view of the Fed. But what they're trying to divorce is the communication strategy with the market to tell them you can't just sort of depend that everything's going to happen just like it has before because that was for a very unusual period and that's not going to happen anymore. We're going to play, okay? So in some sense, the market's having a tantrum because the Fed that, that Bernanke and Yellen gave them, Powell is putting back into the model that was given by Alan Greenspan. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. 
Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. Hi, this is Marty Young from Online Trading Academy, Twin Cities Campus. Our students here are people just like you, with dreams for their families and their future. We teach them how to build their retirement accounts and to create a second income so they can enjoy life on their terms. Dreaming of a better life for your family starts with your decisions today. With the current market volatility, this is the perfect time to invest in yourself. Call now for a complimentary investing class so you too can learn the skills to secure your future and to make those dreams come true. There's no better person to take care of you than you. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA for our free investing class for you and a guest. We are here for you. Again, dial pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Welcome back, King Banging Show. This is 1440. I like that rendition, Andrew. Good call. Yeah. All right, that's going to end up on a playlist as I drive around this weekend um, in the getting getting people from uh, place to place. My wife is a uh, is a church and choral accompanist. Uh, and so, as you might guess, uh, the Christmas season is her busy season. Um, she's, we actually got her to play for our, our commencement, uh, uh, our, our hooding ceremony for our master's students here at the School of Public Affairs at St. Cloud State yesterday. And, and um, <laughs> I'm going to tell this on the air. I probably shouldn't. 
at one point I'm across the room and I hear her playing something and I, and I'm talking to another, to a, one of our department chairs and he's about my age. And I look over and I said, I said, is she playing Eve of destruction? And he said, he said, you and I might be the only two people in the room are old enough to remember that that's true. I said, well, it's only because none of, none of us will admit how old she is because she knows the song too. Uh, and I, walked over to her i said sweetheart this is a this is a college graduation my graduates are not on the eve of destruction (laughs) and i think it was simply she had played so much christmas music over the last month she just needed to swing out with something and i don't know why she pulled this one out but it was it was it was pretty funny i just had to share that with you that was that that was that was the that was the uh, comic relief part of what can often be kind of a long day. Uh, it's a great day. You're welcoming. You're, you're congratulating students on the graduation. But on the other hand, you know, you're, it's a long day because you have to talk to a lot of people uh, and and say say goodbye to some great students uh, as as we did yesterday. So as I said before the as I said before the break, yesterday Jay Powell basically filed divorce papers from the Yellen Bernanke. Uh, communication policy that has basically been in place since the Great Recession started. Um, And you can hear it loud and clear in this last cut I'm going to play for you this hour. Um, This is is a question asking about the the fact that the Fed announced, or or, excuse me, Powell announced, that they were going to have press conferences after every FOMC meeting. There's almost a bit of panic in the voice of the question that is then given uh, in response to that. Let's play cut number two. Next year, every meeting will be a live meeting. So presumably there will be some adjustment in how the market anticipates um, when a rate hike is coming. How has the committee thought through um, communicating those potential policy moves, especially in light of the fact of the tremendous amount of uncertainty going into next year? I think having regular press conferences will be a, a big gain for communication. I certainly hope it will. That's the plan. Uh, and so being able to come out after each meeting and, and explain the committee's thinking and um, relate that to the state of the economy and expectations for policy and global developments, I think it'll be uh, the, the idea is that it'll be helpful in explaining how we're thinking and, um, you know, explaining what we're thinking about policy going forward. So. That's the plan. I, I, I do believe it will be a positive development. Um, I think it will also become the case over time that, that there will be no, um, no prior as to whether we would move at a, at a, an S, at a quarterly meeting or one of the meetings at, at which we do not uh, file an SEP. As you know, we only update our projections under the current approach quarterly, whereas we have eight, eight meetings. So I think we'll, we'll move to a more... Um, it will have the ability to move eight times at eight different meetings, not eight times, but <laughs> at eight different meetings on the year. So he, so what he's saying basically is the market had become accustomed to the fact that under the Bernanke uh, policy that was established in 2010 and then was, um, and then because that's when he started the press conferences and then, it was that they would do four a year, and it became cut, and and it would coincide with the statement of economic projections that's given by the, by the Federal Reserve Bank governors and presidents. 
it became custom that those would be the only meetings at which they might move the interest rate, the Fed funds rate. So in essence, what happened was Powell said, I'm going to pull back to having a press conference every time so I can talk to you in case we do move rates. We don't want to be locked into just moving rates. We want So I want more flexibility. But then he indicated that he isn't going to change the release of the SEP, the, the Statement of Economic Projections. So you could get a rate increase where they didn't tell you in advance what, what, SEP, what the SEP was he, it, it, or, or much of anything else. This is, the, this is quite to the contrary of what Bernanke established. Bernanke felt like forward guidance required, telling people where, he, where the economy was going required this. The most panic that occurred from the release of the, of the, of the uh, statement from the FOMC was that they, they expected them to take out the words further rate increases, and, and what they did instead was they stuck the word some, some further rate increases might be necessary. And that caused quite the panic, right? Because that's the one where they said, in essence, that there would be two additional rate increases. This is something that is really bothersome to the Fed at this moment. And I do not quite understand that, but you could hear. I love the question. I insist the question be left in because this is what's making the market nervous. They might change interest rates without giving us lots of advance notice. What's the impact of that? We'll talk about that right after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. A fine watch from Wixon Jewelers is the gift of confidence and good taste. You'll be astounded at Wixon's selection of remarkable timepieces from only the world's best watch brands. Wixon Jewelers watch experts don't get paid on commission, so they're free to give you all the attention you deserve, whether for the collector or the fashion conscious. A watch from Wixon Jewelers is a gift that will stand the test of time, delivering unwavering commitment to the exceptional for 30 years. Wixon Jewelers Bloomington. No mall crowds parked right at the front door. Open every day till Christmas. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. 
If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Your home for up-to-the-minute market updates. This is Business 1440, KYCR. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.